I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen misunderstood emo Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. And hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. Time will pass. Jimmy and Art, you both know that Calvin, Missy School, is usually around and usually drives her places. Do you want to go pick her up, or do you want to inform her of the situation and have her come back here? Been a long time since Jimmy's gotten to drive. So Jimmy's going to go drive, yeah. I will be certain to remove the groceries from the back seat and from the trunk. What is the message that you send to Missy to let her know that Jimmy is coming to pick her up? Jimmy stole a car. Stand by. Missy, are you easily found by Jimbo when he arrives to this college party that you're trying to sneak your way into and around to sell your drugs? I assume as he rides up, he has the 80s music blaring. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yes, there's 80s music blaring. I'm totally moving away from this party. He's going to ruin my rep as a drug dealer as he comes up in this car with this music blaring. No, Mm -hmm. he's an embarrassment. It's like your dad coming to pick you up at school. No. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. But does your dad roll up with awe? He thinks he does. I'm going to be there. He's not getting out of that car. We're going. Let's go. Is there any conversation in the car? Assuming, of course, that Jimbo helped Art unload the groceries. Art didn't fill me in on too many of the details, but there, for some reason, when he brought me this car, there were two people in the trunk, and we brought them over to the mall. Are they that guy we're looking for? Nope. So why do we... Are we thinking about, you know, letting Cheshire have a snack? It's not a bad idea. But no, I don't think so. Then why? I mean, fucking Art, what is he taking in strays? What's going on? Why do we need more people? Uh, I don't know. I just want to drive. And (sighs) Jimmy floors it. Burnout! Oh, just slouch down into the seat so nobody sees that I'm in the car. Meanwhile, back with Art, watching the lockup. The man will slowly start to come around. Um, do you allow him to come around, or do you render him unconscious? Basically, do you wish to speak with him? Before she awakes, or? Before she is awake. Yes, I will let him wake up. And he does. It takes him a second, because now he has been in a car accident probably concussed, thrown into a trunk, maybe re-concussed, and almost assuredly dumped unceremoniously in the lockup, maybe also concussed again. But he seems to be taking it like a champ, so... Well, my friend, we have not seen you around in a while. 
Are you visible to him, or are you just doing the creepy whisper thing? I am doing creepy whisper in a dark lockup. No lights? No lights. He obviously jumps at this situation, because that's not what you expect to have happen. It's like, who's there? Who is here? Uh, it is immaterial. You're immaterial? You're, you're a ghost? Yes, we will We will go with that. I am a spooky ghost. Ooh. Spooky ghost that wants to know about Mr. Bradley Killy. He's had a hell of a night, let me tell you. Yes, I know. I saw. You will see the light of recognition flash across his eyes. He clearly knows who this person is. But he will come back with, never heard of him, don't know him. Just, uh, look, I got, I got money, I got drugs. Just let me out of here. Nothing needs to happen. Well, yes, you do have money, you do have drugs. Oh, wait, no. I already have those from you. No, what they want is information. You say you do not know Mr. Bradley Kelly, but I think you are lying. I am ghost. I know these things. He looks around, clearly trying to find you, but can't. It's like, well, if you're a ghost, you can't do anything to me. And he starts feeling with his hands until he feels a body. Unless there is something else in this room that I am... There is nothing else in the lockup besides him and Baldy. Well, and me, I am near door. Are you, like, blocking the door, or are you just hanging out near it? I am very much blocking door. I am going to use that as my own escape when I close them in. It's like, look here, ghost. I don't know who you think you are, what you're trying to pull, but I have powerful friends with a lot of money. I can make this good for you, or I can make this the worst for you. So why don't you just fuck off and let me leave? And you will feel that discipline kick in. You'll feel a supernatural wave off of him that makes him somehow terrifying. Menacing. Well, that all being said, I will do the first, but not the second. I step out of the lockup and I close it behind me. I let it lock. Can't see it, but for a moment, he looks rather proud of himself, and then you shut the door, and he's like, fuck! Do you do anything from the outside, or you just kind of leave him in there? Kind of setup you have on this. I have camera inside. After the last um, incident, incident, I decided to set it up so I could watch from the safety of my lair. Wonderful. You said there was no light in there. Do you flick lights on? Do you? There is a dual setup here. One, there is one with visible light where I have a controllable light source. It is LED. Very nice. Very hard to get to. The second one is thermal, yes. That way I can watch all the heat of man start to fade. When he starts to flare around, I will turn light on and see what happens. And I assume, of course, microphones. Oh, yes, and there's even small speaker. So I can tell him what is about to happen. Do you tell him that now, or do you just... 
let what's about to happen happen. I go back to Leia and I activate microphone. Takes you a few minutes to get back there. So, you are very clever. You do indeed have powerful friends with lots of money. But what you do not have is time. You can see on the thermal his body starts flipping around. It seemed like he was kneeling on the ground, presumably next to the body that you had left in there. I felt your kind of influence before, so I am going to assume the very powerful friend that you have is Mr. Kelly himself, and he has given you a special dispensation. He may have even been giving it to your friend there on the floor, but something has happened, something miraculous. Around, clearly trying to look for the source of the sound. Look, if you know who he is, then you know what he can get done. You know that we can make a deal, right? You just let us go, and nothing bad needs to happen to you. Yes, nothing bad does need to happen to me. I will tell you what. You tell me where I can find Mr. Kelly, and I will see what I can do about setting you free. No, I'm not going to tell you where he is. I would rather die. Contract accepted. Is there any conversation as Jimmy and Missy drive back to the mall, to the lockup? Don't stop Jimmy, what's going on? Why do we have to go back to the mall? I thought we were waiting for this Kelly guy. Um, yeah, Art had some sort of idea. I honestly didn't ask him because I went to meet you where we were supposed to meet and you weren't there. And I just wanted to drive. She's just going to pull her phone and text Art now. What do you text him? What's going on? Jimbo knows nothing. Well, duh. Winky smiley face. Another avenue to find him has appeared. Also, we are attending newborn birth. Of our type, not their type. The image of the little yellow smiley face throwing up. Do we need to prepare for anything? Like I said, Jimbo, no info. No info, Jimbo. We should call him this to face. No, I have taken care of everything. All right, TTYO. Heart emoji. Ah, heart emoji back. (laughs) Coco. Yeah. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable laying on this hard floor that you seem to be laying on. That and you're really hungry and you can just smell something that just mm, smells delicious. Does it smell like like steak and hamburgers? Or like like something else? You ever have one of those cravings you can't quite put your finger on, but you're like, man, I really want you know, and you're just kinda uh 
but nothing that's offered to you, nothing that comes to mind. It's like, yeah, what do you want for dinner? And they list off a few things, and nothing really seems like it hits that spot. Starving. Yeah. I'm so hungry. Laying on the ground, your eyes are open, and it is dark. Very, very dark. And you can hear somebody else in here. Do I hear any like the street sounds? I was I was on the street. Nothing except for the sounds of a person breathing and shifting around and even a little sobbing. Well, I wanna try and crawl over towards that person. Art, you will notice that the warm body signature in here it was sitting there. Elbows on its knees, just being miserable. But it turns to where you left the body, and you can see the warm silhouette starting to shift. I turn on the speaker once more. Last chance. Last chance what? Art, you can hear her voice. And you hear his voice say, Fuck you, not giving up Mr. Kelly. Ricky? The space, that sound, you'll hear it move a lot. Coco, is that... Are you awake? Are you alright? Yeah, what the fuck, man? Where are we? I don't know. Uh, there, I woke up in here with some fucking creepy guy trying to pretend he's a ghost. Good job. I didn't buy it for a second, idiot. He says off into the darkness. I will not dignify that with the answer. And now that he is moving around, you're going to get that that sense of that smell of whatever it was that is starting to come more to consciousness. You're going to smell that it's coming from the direction that you hear Ricky's voice. Hands and knees crawling, kind of feeling around rough floor is it dry wet smelly smell good food I'm hungry it is smooth concrete floor you do not want it too smooth because you'll slip and fall on it but it's got that brisk concrete feel to it the walk up itself is kind of clean it is definitely commercial sized refrigerator the door is closed but it is dark so he cannot see this, but you, you might have better vision than he does. Does it also smell faintly of bleach? It smells very faintly of bleach, though there are parts in the corners where it smells much more delectable. This has been used before in this purpose. And as you take a few crawling steps towards... Ricky, your friend, your best friend, you realize that smell is coming from him, and that smell is blood. Fuck, Ricky, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. What? This isn't really the time. We're in, like, some kind of fucking psycho's basement. Like, kind of torture basement. Like, look, we'll get out of here. Mr. Kelly will make that asshole pay. Find out. He'll, He'll come and get us. That is what I am counting on. Who the fuck are you? What do you want? Coco, was it? 
It is not what I want. It is what you want. How does he know my name, Ricky? I I may have said it when you uh, when you called out to me. Art, I assume that you took their wallets and everything. Oh yes, they have nothing on them. Just the the clothes on their backs. But yes, I am no complete monster. Going through their driver's licenses and information, you will see that her name is Portia Lindsay Bellingham. At the very least, part of that name is familiar. There is somebody who is a, a not necessarily a kindred prominent figure, but there is somebody. And it tickles at your mind for a second. Just thinking back on it for a moment, you 100% recognize that last name. Hmm. Gillingham. Yeah. So you hear him presumably swear in Russian as we get back into the scene. Well, you two have made things infinitely more interesting. I'm kind of fucking creeped out, man. Ricky, what did you do? I I I woke up here. I I last thing I remember, I was in the car and I almost hit you, and then the wall, and then the airbag, and then oh, fucking. He reaches up to touch at his head and fucking bleeding and everything kind of hurts. And then I woke up in this fucking murder dungeon. Fucking murder dungeon. All right. All right. Check the walls. I got to get out of here. I got to get something to eat, man. Look, this is not the time to be thinking with your stomach. We just had burgers. What she wants is not burgers. At least that is your last name. Who the fuck are you? What do you want from me? Can't you just fucking let me out of here? The answer to that question is yes, I can. But first, you have something you need to do, do you not? That gnawing in your belly, the hunger. I know what that hunger is. And until that hunger is sated, I will not let you out. I just stand up and try and walk to the walls and just feel along the walls to feel any way to get out and I'm banging, just yelling. Missy and Jimmy, you arrive back at the mall. Did Art let us know where to go when we got to the mall? It is the mall, of course I would tell you. Yeah, head there. Yeah, I think Art set up cameras. Maybe we can uh, watch this snack attack. Uh, don't you think we should maybe go just in case something goes wrong? And Art's not there by himself? Well, yeah, we're going to go. Or you just want to sit on the sidelines watching the camera feed? Well, yeah. All right, why don't you go do that, and I'll uh, I'll actually go do some work. But, you know, your highness, go have a seat. I thought Art would have... The camera's nearby. Or, like, the video of it. Well, I guess you'd go ask Art. Well, maybe I will. Fine. God. So annoying. So Jimmy is going to Art's little base. And, Missy, where are you? Going where Art said he was. You guys have your little spat. And then you both start walking in the same direction. Look at each other. And you start walking in the same direction, and you realize that you're both going 
to where Art is, where he's watching the cameras of the little lockup. It was all in good fun. Art, your two guests have arrived. Your two other guests. Art will step back in the way from the monitors, and he will indicate the thermal monitor. Says, as you can see, we have somebody inside. We have a very special guest. As you can see, there is only one on this monitor, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, voila. And Art is going to turn on the lights inside the freezer. Coco, the lights come on as you're banging on the doors, and you can see the door that leave this place now. Just bomb rush it. Try and push and shove against the door, kicking at it. Just I want to get the fuck out of here. Who's in there, Art? Her name is Coco, and she is... I believe a fledgling gang girl. And she's going to help us find this Kelly guy? Yes, in a manner of speaking. Because she and the snake inside, Ricky, both work for Mr. Kelly. Oh. Huh. With the lights on, at the very least, Jimmy can easily recognize Ricky as one of the drug dealers that sells his wares around the mall. Well, there's going to be less competition for you there, Missy. Yeah. That's that's good to know. Is is this your your preferred career path now? Is that what we are doing? We are we are dealing with the drugs with the with the immortals. Don't judge me. I'm trying things. I am not judging. I just. I mean, you know. If I found your thing with the cameras and the the podcasting and the whatnot. Don't judge me. I'm trying. I just need to know if I need to set up pipeline. Look, I got you. I got you something here. And he's going to pull out the two briefcases full of drugs. <gasps> You see, I want to be supportive. If this is what you want to do, I will help support you. I just have to talk to a few people. Thank you. See, Chippa, why can't you be more supportive like Art? I'm sorry, did you want more cocaine than, like, Scarface has? <sighs> you don't get it. You don't... <sighs> you don't understand. You just don't. She's got to walk over towards that door that I assume Coco's been banging on this whole time. Yeah. Coco, how angry are you? Like, really fucking angry. Like, super pissed. Man, that's perfect. That's exactly what I wanted you to say. Good news, bad news. You're going to feel something deep inside, real similar to when you would call on that, that spooky stuff that you were doing earlier. But if that was, like, a, a cup of water, this is as if it were a big soup pot, right? And it starts to bubble and heat up and boil and boil, and you can feel it as you're pounding on the door, shaking at the lock, just trying to break it open. It's got to be adrenaline, right? You're clearly... Do you fight it, or do you try to just kind of ride the wave? No, I liked the feeling last time of all the power. I want to fucking smash this door down. You know, we have that old soda machine on wheels. We should put it in front of door. 
Missy, you will see the door start to just push out maybe half an inch as inside Art you can see this this young woman beating on the door on the inside and you can see her getting more and more frustrated more and more angry and more and more wild you're familiar with what is probably happening in there right now and poor poor Ricky this is the first time that Ricky has been seen on screen by these three if you could give me a description of Ricky for them well he's kind of cleaned up a little bit in the last couple days Mm-hmm. Like he's wearing nicer, crappy clothes than he normally does. He's like kind of overweight because really all he does is like walk around and sell drugs and then we use drugs and like kind of just lay around and stuff. So it's not like we exercise or anything. Kind of rough, little bit older than me, like so old. Like he's in his 30s, you guys. Like it's gross. But that's okay, like, can't really get a girlfriend, but that's probably because, like, he's a shitty drug dealer who lives, like, in a shitty apartment and stuff. He normally wears shirts that have, like, flames on them. Very, like, late 90s or whatever, because I guess that was when he peaked or whatever, but, like, I don't would never say that to his face. Missy, as you're standing outside the door, seeing it stress against its hinges and its lock, what you doing? Art. Jimbo, I want to put something here to brace this door, and uh, she'll yell through the door, Hey, we'll let you out of there. Just take care of that that other person, and we'll let you right out. It's the right thing to do. The only thing to do. I will find Soldier, and we will push against the door. That is what Art does. He pushes furniture against the door, and then pushes himself against the door. Just a great big fuck you and just keep banging. Ricky is gonna call out to you and like Coco, Coco, calm down. This is not like it's not helping. And you can feel and hear him coming up behind you, and then he puts a hand on your shoulder, stopping you from attacking and destroying the thing you are trying to destroy. I try and do and ignore until he touches me and then I just turn to him, shut the fuck up and tries to shove him back from me. And he falls back onto his ass. Maybe he's having a hard time balancing after three concussions or so. And he's laying back there and you can see that he's he's kind of scared he's or worried and... Are you going to follow up on this? Because he's trying to stop you. None of this would have happened if you wouldn't have dropped your stupid fucking gun. You did this to us. What the fuck is wrong, Ricky? How did you get us here? And I just keep screaming at him. Coco, you're going to notice as you point your finger at him, blaming him that your hand... It's not the hand that you know. It is at least twice the size, blowing out the size of your wrist around it and just elongating and fingers getting extra joints and coming down. 
ending in these sick claws and you're just pointing it at him and you see it because this is the first time that you're paying attention other than scratching at the door what the fuck did they do to me Ricky what did they do to me I, I he's just fucking lost himself to to fear and panic at this moment it's kind of curling up backing away from you into one of those corners that you can't get quite clean it's got a little bit of blood in it blood that you can still smell in here it smells delicious I just look down at the rest of my body and try and take stock of who the what what who what the fuck am I and as you turn and look around reminded that they did this to you this is their fault you look back at the door and there are not deep scratches in it but you can see scratches from where your mangled hands tore into it and those of you outside at the barricade can hear the sounds of metal being scratched and sharp things etching across it you know next time I'm going to install sleep agent or maybe even nerve agent into the interior of this you know how long it's going to take for me to fix this she just needs to turn around and take care of problem (sighs) she's going to be one of them picky eaters isn't she well, I mean, maybe if you would, like, cut him, you know, maybe it would have helped. Injured him. Did you do any of that? Like, maybe she doesn't know. He has three concussions. What else am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to take box cutter to his arm or something? I mean, it doesn't hurt. Kind of, you know. Wait, does hurt. That's the point behind That his entire point behind using sharp, sharp objects is to hurt. But yes. The next time I find a white wolf with a little thing over a patch of fur over his eye trying to eat a young woman, I will be certain to include box cutter in my kit so the drug dealer boyfriend she has can be cut so she starts feeding on time instead of going crazy and trying to break out. Well, good. As long as you learn something from this. Is this a conversation that she can hear? Yes. Yeah. Coco, you hear them talk about feeding on Ricky. That idea pops into your mind for just a moment. I'm really, really hungry. I, I can't... Ugh, fucking can't eat my... F- I Sure you can. He's right there. He's in your way. He's already tried to stop you once. Look at him. He's on the ground. He's pathetic. He's prey. Ready to shit his pants again. Fucking disgusting. Eat him before he does that, because that's not not appetizing. And then you'll let me out, I yell, after I punch on the wall one more time. Yes? Absolutely. I'll let you out right away. Just, just, you know, just make sure you feed yourself. Yeah, we just want you to eat him instead of us. We're not like we're going to let you eat us anyway. What the fuck? And I just kind of put these, like, stupid claw hands to my face and turn and put my back to the door and just stare just for a couple minutes at Ricky, just weighing my options. 
Would you prefer if I turn the lights off? Shut the fuck up! And I kick, donkey kick back at the door. It shudders. Feisty. Ricky, I'm so sorry, man. I'm really... You're not going to do it. Really sorry. You're not going to do what they want. He's all the way back in the corner. No, just, it's fine. We just need to, to stay together. He's pushing himself away from you. Yes, they will be together forever. Shut the fuck up! And I just kick the door again. And I just, like, run the hard, fast stomps up to Ricky and just kind of stand over him, do that intimidate, like, you know, I did before. I just want to scare him more and hope that if I scare him enough that, you know, they'll just let me out. You know, they, I, they, they can't be serious. They don't, like, actually want me to fucking eat my friend. Like, I, I don't eat people. Mischief, all these foreplay is making me hungry. <laughs> you take these stomping steps towards him, big, meaty claw hands swaying in the in the air, and Ricky's like, puts his hands up defensively, and then they just fall limply to the ground as his head rolls back against the wall, and he's out. He has fainted. And I just yell at him, you fucking bitch! And jump on him. I'm done. I'm sick of him crying and fainting and dropping his gun and running the fuck away and just not being there. He's supposed to be my fucking bodyguard. And you feel it as you jump on him. Your mouth, your teeth start to to grow longer. You've already committed to the idea, but your body still goes through the motions as the head leans back. And then you just go in, biting into his neck. Not in the the gentle way that Mr. Kelly was doing it previously, but this is more savage. And you taste blood. And not quite like when you were feeding from Mr. Kelly. This is something more, something primal. This is for you. This is going to be your blood. You begin to take it from him, and you feel him completely relax into your arms. You know this feeling. You know it feels great. And you know that if you wanted, you could take all of it. You take every last drop, and he would let you. Because when you were in this situation, you would let him. You'd be happy to let him take all of your blood. But as you continue to pull and pull on his life force and his blood, drinking it all. You'll feel him go even limber in your hands. His heartbeat that you can feel in your mouth is very strange. It begins to pump slower and slower and the blood that you're getting from him comes slower and slower until it stops. You pull trying to get some more. It doesn't come. You may go ahead and set your hunger to zero. Mazel tov. It is a girl. Uh, something tells me she's going to be a little hard to control. This is 
Oct- uh, not October, fuck. August 26, 2020, part three. Smarmy title here. It's the story of a girl. <laughs> He's an embarrassment. It's like your dad coming to pick you up at school. No. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. But does your dad roll up with awe? <sighs> he thinks he does. God, an early 2000s model Chevy Impala with a front end crumpled in, blasting and- Van Halen off of the local oldies. Ugh. And just the most attractive man ever. Oh, please. Oh, don't make me see girls swoon after him. Oh, no. It's it's not even going to be playing Van Halen. It's going to be playing Dreamweaver as he steps out, (laughs) throws the hair back, slow motion. Mazel tov. It is a girl. You guys are monsters. (laughs) Indubitably. Uh, Something tells me she's going to be a little hard to control. We will call her Handful because she will be one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think her last name is Bellingham. And, uh, so she's a gangrel, right? Mm-hmm. So Bell means beauty in French. So she's Beauty and the Beast. <sighs> Aww. <laughs> Love that for us. Leave it to the Toreador to come up with a fancy pretty nickname, yeah? I'm glad I didn't get rid of Craig yet. 